This portion of the show is brought to you by Just Wireless. Get more info at JustWirelessAZ.com. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. Mark Howitt joins me after some hiking and otherwise adventures, I guess. And a yeah. little bit of, uh, would you get COVID for the ninth time? Oh, yeah, probably the fifth time. I don't even know if it's COVID. But, you know, it's the... <laughs> we just say everything's COVID now. COVID's been going around and a bunch of people have been getting it. The cough and that's mostly yeah. just a one-day thing at this point. I'm just cough, cough. That's what happens this time of year, you yeah. know? So, Flu-like uh, symptoms, but it, it, it's got to be COVID. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's all gone. I left the door cracked just in case. <laughs> I got my mask on. We got a lot to get to. Uh, and as always, love your comments. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. We were just watching a video of uh, uh, Charlie Kirk, who is, what is that, Turning Point? Turning Point, yeah. And, uh, you know, he does podcasts and all He's based in Arizona, I think. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't know where maybe, he's from. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Um, but he was at uh, Northern Arizona University, NAU, in Flagstaff. And... Um, he, he put out a bunch of videos. I don't know. What was he there? Speaking engagement or something? Yeah. You know, he yeah. goes on to campuses, uh, yeah. a lot of liberal ones. And he speaks out against uh, a lot of the woke nonsense that's going on. Yeah. It ends with a, a, a Twitter post of when you send your kids to American colleges and universities, you're playing Russian roulette with their value, values and their future. Because there's a bunch of videos. All these bunch of um, protesters came up. Yeah. It, it was labeled as trans protesters, but it was just protesters and in, in general, but what struck me and Mark was what happened to like, just like, just classing it up just a little bit, just yeah. not much. We, not we don't much. expect much, but so I'm, I'm kind of curious what time of day this is. Cause the protesters out there and you know, if you want to protest fine, but you don't have to use F bombs and shoot the finger and stuff, just constant finger. Cause that does not help your point. No, but, I don't think and, so. You know, if you just didn't show up in your pajamas <laughs> And your crop top that shows your muffin top. <laughs> yeah, I, it's just it's just not appealing looking anymore. No. Well, they're all given the finger, right? Just constant, constant, constant. Yeah. And can't you just kind of come make your point? And uh, I, I don't know. And, and like I said, the pajama bottoms have been kind of a pet peeve of mine. It's like <laughs> you're going out in public and you got pajamas on. Uh, I mean, that used to be unheard of. You know, you know, it's, Bruce Lilling and I were talking about on, on the program the other day about how people used to dress up for everything. Well, I think, I think the message here is we're in college. We're borrowing money. We are going to refuse to work. Our pajamas tell us, tell yeah. the world that we are not going to work and we are not <laughs> going to work to pay off our loans. So you better pay off our loans for us and you better put us on the government dole for the rest of our lives because... That is what our pajamas bottoms say. That is our statement. <laughs> we're not even not going to work. We're, we're not even like we're not going to dress even, for work. We're not even employable at this point. No. you know, it's like it used to be when people didn't show up looking some. Not that we can talk today because we're wearing t-shirts and uh, shorts. I got but a collar. Come on, you got a collar. I got a clean, you know, new Walmart shirt that I'm wearing here. But if I were to, if I go out, I try to, you know, put on a pair of shoes and not wear pajamas and stuff like that. But this is kind of the culture in America now. It's just, and we've always been kind of known as the kind of rough around the edges. Yeah. Uh, you know, America, even back in the 1800s, is sure. like kind of crude and crass, but nothing like back then they were gentle and kind compared to what <laughs> we're seeing now. I saw somebody yelling at, this, this was some show, some TV show, and on the set, 
this one girl was, they got into a conflict with another girl, but the other girl is actually a dude who says they're a girl, right? Oh. So trans. I'm already uh, confused. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a confusing time in America, right? And um, the trans person just went off with the F-bombs. How dare you misgender me? You know, and because the, the actress was like, the, 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 the actual actress there was basically like, you know, the guy, the, the guy was trying to break this up, like the producer, and he was saying ladies, and he says, there's only one lady here. <laughs> and so that, that girl, the, the transgender person, the guy acting like a girl, went off. Yeah. You know, but it's F this, F just, just wow. It's just, how, how did we get to this point? Not that I'm so prude that, I, I, you know, I mean, it's hard for me not to put that finger out the window right. when I'm driving. But what I've started doing is waving. Just hi. Hi, okay. Oh. <laughs> And you know what? That, that wave will get under somebody's skin more than yeah, the like, middle finger oh, will. They're waving at me. I want to. Now I really want to yell, but I can't because they're waving. <laughs> so this, uh, I so cut the story short here. I do know somebody in my family that um, cursed at somebody in Texas, and it was in front of a cop. And, and they the got cop, shot. No, the cop oh. gave a ticket <laughs> to, to my family member for cursing at this other person because uh, and i was like hey do we have that law in arizona mm -hmm. so i looked it up and i was like hey do we have an anti-cursing anti-middle finger law <laughs> and uh, we do actually really <laughs> yeah and uh it, it's um like just but but it, what a sec uh, first amendment i mean that's the thing so is so free, can't, free speech you can't you know it goes back to that classic you can't pull a uh, fire alarm in a in a theater you okay. create a, pan a panic right and you can't if you're inciting violence through your gestures or words, then you're committing a crime in Arizona. It's great though. That's, that is really, that's a, yep. It, are the people out? Okay. So there's all these videos of this, these protesters in front of, at NAU that should have been in class and should have been wearing non pajamas. But anyway, F you F this, is that citing something or is that just first amendment? Hey, maybe we don't approve of the speech, yep. but this there is their speech. It's their right to do it. They can come out there. What's the line and who's going to judge that? That's a problem okay. with a law like that, Mark. So here's straight from the Arizona revised statutes. Okay. Just so everybody can hear it. And this is a, a person commits disorderly conduct. Mm -hmm. And here's one of the ways uses abusive or offensive language or gestures to any person present in a manner likely to provoke immediate physical retaliation by such a person. Yeah. Well, I don't know if this rose to that level. This would be more so. of a psychological um, reaction, not yeah. physical. You're not, I wouldn't expect anybody to you know, punch some, one of these protesters because well, they're using the middle finger, right? Yeah. Well, you never know, but. However, if you're walking, you know, if you're downtown and someone gets up in your face and starts, you know, shouting F-bombs at you, mm -hmm. you're going to feel threatened and he's provoking he or, or she. Physical. She in this world. They or them. They them. You say tomato, I say tomato. They're provoking immediate physical retaliation, right? Okay. So yeah. that's, and it's going to be up to a judge to decide. Yeah. And it's a know, tough one. I wonder if that one's gone to the Arizona Supreme Court. Right. You know, yeah. if someone got tagged on that, especially yep. nowadays. How, I wonder how many laws are in the books like that, Mark, though, that are basically dead laws. Yeah, and the question my wife asked is abusive or offensive language. If you call a trans person misgender, if you misgender, if you misgender them, mm -hmm. have you now used abusive language? And are now you guilty? You know, it might be a psychological thing for them, but to, to feel physically harmed. You know, right. you're not, unless you're sitting there waving a gun and yelling it. Okay, but if so you're we had this recent case in Flagstaff, mm -hmm. Heritage Square, literally. A trans guy, a guy who's claiming to be a woman, 
came to Heritage Square from out of the state. He, uh, I think he got made fun of by a couple of guys that were standing around. Because obviously you're a dude, you're dressing up like a woman, you're acting weird. What's, what do you expect is going to happen, right? So he retaliated by pepper spraying them and assaulting them. He got After, So he's getting picked on. And then he just he verbally, okay, yeah. verbally he was getting, yeah, no, not uh, threatened. There were witnesses all around, you know, it's just okay. a bunch of dudes like, oh, look at that. And he just goes, or he goes, sprays, pepper sprays people. That's assault. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what did the judge say? He got thrown in, in jail okay. and is, you know, waiting trial. And yeah. so, oh, okay. So this is still to be determined. To be determined. Yeah. Um, unless he's pleaded guilty by now, but yeah, strike that deal. Yeah. But it, you know, it brings up those interesting questions where hmm. in a liberal state, you know, we're still kind of a conservative state here, even though Flagstaff's kind of a wacky place. In a really liberal state, they might have said he had the right to defend himself because he got made fun of, bullied for being mm-hmm. transgender, verbally mm-hmm. bullied. So you get into these. Yeah, but that's like that's the old saying that your parents would tell you: sticks and stones. Yeah, you know, sticks and stones break your yeah, bones. Move on, and, and yeah, yeah, don't be so. Yeah, you know, we. I don't know if parents uh, we do this. We sometimes will say. Okay, your kid, kids will get upset. One of the kids will get upset. We're like, okay, I get it, but don't be so sensitive. Just kind of let it roll off and move yep. on. Yep. Uh, but nowadays, everybody's it's it's a Supreme Court case for everybody. Right. Everybody's so offended and we're all getting hypersensitive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just just a little too sensitive. Take a breath, get out of the situation. Yep. And 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 move on. Yeah. But okay, Charlie Kirk at NAU, interesting stuff. I went gone. I mean, it's just like going to these universities at this point. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It's just the left was calling him out for knowing what the reaction was going to be. But yeah, it's like, all right, he does know what the reaction is going to be, but fine. You know, I like to pick my battles, Mark. And yeah, you know, it's just, you got to get to a point where you're like, okay, this, you always break it into, even in the elections, there's the three groups. There's the one that's, there's the left, there's the right, and there's that center that's undecided. Well, if yep. I'm going to talk to people or something, it's like, I'm probably going to talk to the people on the right. Yep. And then I'm, I'm also more than happy to go talk to the people in the center. It's not that I won't talk to the left or anything. If they want to have a civil conversation, this and that, that's fine. But I'm not going to go out of my way to get that third of the population and try to grind at them and change their mind because it's it's a waste of time for me it's and a complete for them. waste of time. They, they yeah. both sides made up their mind on that it's those other two-thirds that yeah. i would push for and and try to get get in front of yeah that's really the appeal in this show and everywhere that people want to talk sense you're appealing to the people who are on the fence and who can be swayed this yeah. way or that yeah. by reason exactly i mean the chances of me swaying an extreme leftist and go i used to do it all the time on social media right i'd spend hours Arguing with idiots, and they win because you wasted hours. Yeah, they waste, and 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 I get all like, Ooh, you know, blood's boiling, and, and and it's like, what what was the point of that? Yep. Uh, so I stopped. Ooh, it's probably been three years ago, four years ago that I stopped doing that on social media. If I post something out there, it's like, here it is. I don't care if you comment. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm probably not even going to read it, <laughs> except for your comments, folks. If you send those emails, I actually I read all those. Yeah, uh, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Get all those in. No, but we're rough around the edges in America, I think. But we're taking it to the extreme. You've got. Have you been following uh, what's his name, Fetterman, Senator Fetterman, out of uh, Pennsylvania? I do not, just because it is that <clears throat> waste of time. It is a waste of time, but just the imagery. Have you seen the imagery of of the guy in front of the Senate wearing 
like practice shorts like you would wear at the gym. I did catch and a, a t-shirt or a hoodie. Yeah. And he's on the Senate. I think he's on the Senate floor. Who knows nowadays? It's the picture looks like he's at a podium. He's a, he's in the Senate. Well, I heard that you know, they suspended the dress code yeah, rules. Yeah, yeah. Just unwritten. Recently. I think it was unwritten okay. code or whatever. Because everybody usually has the, I guess, wherewithal or the uh, respect Right. The respect for the office. Like, at least put a collar shirt like Mark has. He even respects the studio here. And wears Don't a, wear a your pajamas. Collar shirt. Yeah. Cover your muffin no. top. I, yeah, <laughs> cover your, yeah, just like, come on, people. Federman doesn't even try, though. He just shows up. He looks like, you know, put an, the end is near sign on him, and he's yep. hanging out in the corner somewhere. So my question is, what does that say about the people that voted for him? I know. Not only, the, okay. you know, It's judge, the same thing. Who, what does it say about the people that vote for Pelosi, uh, Feinstein, yeah. McConnell, yeah. all these people. Yeah, all these people. What does it say about the people who vote for these people? Yeah, Biden. I mean, I Biden. Just, Biden. Yesterday, the list is long. It is long. It's getting longer. Apparently, Biden yesterday was talking about something in front of the, the press, right? And then a couple of minutes later, he told the same story. Oh, I mean, that's that a is sign. Classic dementia. Class, classic dementia, right yeah. there. And that's he's he's got his. He's got his finger on the, there's, I don't think there's really a button sitting there, but if the, you know, the red button on the table, he's like hitting it. He thinks it's to order more ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> and I got to give credit to Owen for that. Cause that he came up with that. He said it at the table the other day. <laughs> Pretty astute young boy there. All right. Uh, send your comments in. We got more stuff for you coming up. A uh, bunch of news items. Uh, plus Mexico overtaking China as the number one exporter to the U S that's Good. kind of surprising. So yeah. We'll talk about that and much more. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right, let's see here. Zero Res of Northern Arizona. Great special going on right now. You know Zero Res does your your carpets, so you don't have the crunchy, weird, stale carpet when you go rent like that supermarket carpet cleaner. That <laughs> thing is, those are pretty rough. Um, Zero Res will make sure that they do it. You're going to get a great job for carpet cleaning. Fabric in your vehicles, RVs, your couches, plus tile cleaning. And also, did you know that Zero Res offers uh, house cleaning service? ZR Maids, house cleaning, uh, friendly, reliable, thorough service. And right now, all of you out there, Take advantage of this. Go to ZeroResNorthernArizona.com. That's ZeroResNorthernArizona.com. Enter in promo code RELAX15, all capital, RELAX, and the number 15. ZeroResNorthernArizona.com. RELAX15 is the promo code. Get 15% off. Or give them a call at 928-378-8888. That's 928-378-8888. More to come. finish off with this topic mark just of the general uh unniceness out there yes you hike a lot you bike a lot yes poop bags poop bags i'm sorry it's just this is what's out there this is what's happening out there. there's trail etiquette out there and you have that yes. little bag for your critter 
It's for a reason. It's to pick it up. Yeah. So which which sucks. <laughs> for those of you who know Flagstaff, and it's the same whether you're press kitters or donuts. These, these rules apply. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a trail up here called Fat Man's Loop, mm-hmm. and my buddy Joseph, who used to serve on the bicycle advisory committee with me here in Flagstaff, you had him on a show, right? Uh, I do not have him on. It was no, a different Joe. Different Joe. Okay. I had Joe yeah, Hazel on here. Confused. Okay. From um, Flagstaff Biking Organization. But anyway, my other friend Joseph, he walked Fat Man's Loop and picked up all the poop bags because that he was getting so disgusted by it. He picked them up, put in a trash bag, and got rid of them. <laughs> Over two dozen bags. People are, they get the bag. They hike with their dog and like, oh, the dog pooped on the dirt. I need to clean that up. And they put it in a bag? They put it in a bag, tie it closed, set it on the trail, and then go on their way. Like somebody's going to come along and pick up the bag for them. Oh, I get it. Because we live in a society where there's somebody does everything. Yes. There's somebody to pick up that piece of trash in the parking lot or wherever. There's yep. somebody to, to come around. They, there's actually a guy or a girl who comes around and picks up Who's all your poop bags. That's what they imagine. <laughs> There's only volunteers locally that are cleaning up your your crap. Yeah, somebody else who's out there hiking to yeah. do it and and said, okay, I can't stand this. Okay, so this is from. I by the way, I always come out of the forest with some trash. Every, yeah, every time pick up other people's yeah. trash because you know we every all time. something blows out of your your car, your pocket, whatever. You did it too. Happening, yeah, you did right? it too. So yeah. you you help each other with accidents. Yep. But the on purpose stuff is nonsense. So. <laughs> <laughs> I got this off the, uh, I think it was the Coconino County website. Tell me there's a poop bag law. It says, all right, this is just some good trail etiquette. Okay. Dogs must be on leash at all times. This mm-hmm. is, a, you know, if you're way out in the forest, not around anybody, nobody cares. Yeah. But if you're on a, a popular trail, put that dog on a leash. Nobody loves your dog except you. I know. Everybody's like, oh, don't. here's what I like, Mark, is when I'm somewhere and... Um, the friendly pit bull comes up to me. The friendly pit bull. That is the, <laughs> they're uh, like, Oh, don't worry. She's friendly. I was like, I'm like, I know I've, I've seen all those incidents with your friend. They're yes. friendly until they're, and that's not, I'm not, it's not just pit bulls. It's any dog. I'm like, especially with my kids. Yeah. You say that your dog is friendly. That may be the case. I don't know your dog. I don't want to know your dog. Nope. And I love dogs. I had know? that exact but, thing happen at Fort Toto. I had my two year old out there. Yep. Oh, it's they, friendly. And there's a dog. And she actually is like, hey, can I pet the dog? And like, oh, yeah, it's friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Two year old. I'm like, all right, I'm this close to just killing your dog. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's like, yeah, that's not just verbal. That's the getting to that physical side yeah. we were talking about. Exactly. And, yeah. No, it's, it's a friend. Don't, I don't want to touch your friendly pit bull. You know, please. I like animals. I've always grown up with animals, yeah, yeah, dogs. I love dogs. But nobody loves your dog except you. Keep that in mind. <laughs> Put it on a leash. Sometimes that rule applies to kids too. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's, yes. Isn't okay. isn't your kid cute crying on the plane? <laughs> so again, from the Coconino County website, owners must pick up after their pets. Okay. Do not leave bags of poop from your pets <laughs> along the trailhead. The fact that this if your pet there. defecates, you must bag the poop and take it with you. Not leaving it later for picking it up later. We if you do not do to. this, do not bring your pet on the trails. This is not me saying this is the Coconino County. This should not have to be codified or written. Imagine all the money that goes into creating this and talked about. But here we are here because we are. it's a huge problem. It is a huge problem. Yeah. And, you know, there's people out there that just think other people will pick up the bags for them. And then there's the other group that says, I'm going to wrap it up, set it on the side of the trail, and I'll remember to come back and get it. Mm-hmm. And then they forget. Yeah. And meanwhile... It's just sitting there, everybody's having to look at the poop in the back. You know, really, if a dog poops on a dirt trail, take a stick and flick it off the trail into the woods. Animals poop in the woods. It's natural. No. 
This is crazy talk. Well, I was going to say, if you're going to do that, it's like, don't bag it. Yeah, like, because then you got a plastic bag that has to go to the landfill or yeah. decompose or whatever. It's better off just, okay, I think we covered that one enough. I, I hope that whoever did that is listening and is like, okay, because maybe, honestly, who knows nowadays, they just thought there was a, you know, a scooper coming by. Yeah. Somebody was going to come City put paid all, pooper scooper. Yeah, pick up all the bags and stuff like that. Now, I get really frustrated, though, when I see, like, fire pits out there and people put like bottles and cans in there thinking yep. like it's going to melt or <laughs> the, they're going to melt the glass or like, or, or, or the, it'll just burn into nothing. Yeah. No, I, I, no it's just, and um, that's tough becomes because a, a trash pit, it, beca- it becomes a trash pit. And um, you know, if you got a paper towel or something and you, you're going to burn that or something yeah. that's going to be gone, I, that's one thing. But uh, yeah, that stuff doesn't just, disappear it doesn't it doesn't decompose very quick i know because i pick up old cans out in the forest that are like 100 years old yeah it's kind of cool to try to read what is this what is that you know where, where did this thing come from no you know jeff i am i learned something when i was in israel because they have a lot more population density yeah right so a lot more people out there and one thing they teach you over there is do not make fire rings with rocks oh really yes we, we all learn this dirt yes you dig a hole in the dirt mm-hmm. make your fire in that hole when you're done you know do the water thing Covered up back up with the dirt, and then you've left no trace. Mm, if you okay. make a fire ring, all of a sudden all the those stones all get charred with black smoke, yeah. and now you've just got an ugly fire ring that may never get used again, may get used again, may get full of trash. Just yeah. leave no trace. And the Forest Service says, hey, don't uh, use existing fire rings because that yeah. is the most popular. Don't make another one. You're not supposed to make another one. I guess unless you're in the middle of nowhere and you're dig a hole. If there's you can. nothing else. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Dig a hole and you can you can use that for other things too. Talk with exactly. Jeff at iCloud.com. <laughs> That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, let's come back, get into some of these news items, a couple of uh, judge rulings in Arizona and uh, and more. Hang tight, back in a minute. No, but before we do that, uh, I want to mention the Blind Brothers. Uh, good way to save on your energy costs because you lose so much heat and cooling out those R2 windows or whatever the, <laughs> the insulation <laughs> value is on that window. Some of your windows may even be worse out there because you may have really old windows. So get new blind shutters and shades from the Blind Brothers. That's what Angela and I did last year. They did a great job, and they did the installation for us. Uh, they come on in, they'll take out all the old blinds, put in the new ones. You mention a Jeff Orvitt show when you call, you get a half off installation in addition to any other advertised specials. Do your neighbors a fa- favor, call the Blind Brothers at 928-634-2423. That's 928-634-2423 or go to theblindbrothers.com. I got a $50 up at talkwithjeff.com right now. That's our giveaway for this month. You go to talkwithjeff.com, right? First top link says uh, sponsors and giveaways. Click on that because I got $50 from Gettles High Desert Mechanical, G-O-E-T-T-L-S, if you Google or whatever you do. Uh, Gettles High Desert Mechanical, they've worked on my HVAC system, and it's this time of year. It's getting cool. People are going to start flicking their heaters on if you haven't already, um, but they're going to start doing that pretty soon. It's amazing. It's the first day of fall tomorrow, Mark. I think it's Friday. I can't remember if it's the 21st or 22nd. I think, I think it's tomorrow. Okay. It's the last day of summer. Enjoy the very warm weather right now. Uh, but call Gettles High Desert Mechanical. Get those units serviced. Maybe you need a new one, retrofit something. Um, they can do all of that. Gettles High Desert Mechanical, 928 928- Five six seven twenty two hundred Gettles High Desert Mechanical nine two eight five six seven twenty two hundred. That's throughout Central Arizona, Northern Arizona. 
Gettles High Desert Mechanical will be able to help you out. 928-567-2200. And oh, please go to the website right now. You can enter once per week for the giveaway. Talkwithjeff.com. Click on sponsors and giveaways. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Timberline Firearms and Training. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. I was surprised to see this. Couple different sources. Uh, Market Watch, I think the Wall Street Journal put out the data showing uh, Mark that Mexico has overtaken China as the number one exporter to the U.S. Uh, so as you know, for at least 15, 20 years, China's been uh, our number one, well, trade imbalance, if you want to look at it that way. Right, yeah. Everything's well, coming from there, has been coming from there. Is that in a, in a quantity of goods or? They're looking at it at a dollar, dollar standpoint, amount. I believe, is how they, they, they were factoring it. They used a couple different methods, but I think both ways from the article I was reading on uh, MarketWatch pointed to that they think this happened really in the last 10, 12 months. Like it's been going on for, for a bit. So the two things that come to mind is a lot of produce comes from Mexico. Yes. And the other thing is car manufacturing. Yep. So yep. GM trucks made in Mexico. Your American truck is made in Mexico. Your Toyota uh, Japanese mm-hmm. truck is made in America. It is interesting. <laughs> I have, I've had that argument because, you know, I have um, a Nissan Titan. Yep. And that one was made... Oh, in the southeast or wherever the plant is, I can't remember. Right. The Chevy Tahoe, and this is older. We have a 2003 Chevy Tahoe. Even back then, it was made assembled, in made in Mexico, because yep. people would come to me and say, "Oh, you've got, you've got a Japanese foreign truck, and you've got, uh, and and then you've got that Tahoe." And I said, "Yeah, but it's actually flip flop from what <laughs> you think. It's kind of you don't know nowadays. No, you so don't. It's interesting. I'm happy if it's made in this hemisphere." I, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. I, well, here, let me, let me get your take on this, Mark. Yeah. I like the fact that, well, I'd prefer it to be made in the U.S. if possible, but sure. I'm also a free market guy. And if all things are equal with, with currencies and, you know, countries aren't manipulating, which every country does, but I guess to what level? China's really good at it. Yeah. I guess to, to, to play um, fair here, the U.S. is very good at it, too, because we <laughs> manipulate our currency. Yeah. But there are extreme... Uh, differences in the labor market in China, safety in laws, safety, every, you know, the, you know, the drill. Yep. So I would, if it's not going to be made here in the U S okay, Mexico's better because yep. strategically you can drive things across. Yes. You don't, you're not relying on shipping it to a hostile country, although Mexico can be hostile at times with the drug cartels and this and that, but they, but they're not enemies. They're not enemies. Yeah, I mean, we we have a relationship that's longstanding. They're not a nuclear power building up weapons across the border. Across the border, right? Ex- exactly. Um, so strategically, when you talk about that, it's good that you can just yeah. get this stuff right across the land. But also, if you think about it, 
I want them to have a good economy down there. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> because then there's less of a chance of people coming up here seeking work, seeking, yeah. you know, advantages the border and things like that. problem goes away if there's good jobs, mm-hmm. in, not even so much in Mexico, Central America. Yeah, that's the problem. Especially mm-hmm. in South America, but especially Central America. People love their country. Guatemalans, whoever's coming across the border, they don't hate Guatemala. They just want a job to support their family. Yeah. They would much rather live in Guatemala. It's a beautiful place. Got coast, you know, it's gorgeous, right? They don't want to leave there. And every Mexican-American I talked to that came from Mexico, they love Mexico. Yeah, they want to be there with their family. And they're they're just like, yeah, the standard of living is higher here. Mm -hmm. If you bring up the standard of living there, border problem goes away. Yeah. So, yeah, I think think that's a good thing. If we're going to do it, we'll do it in Mexico. Uh, I guess can- Canada is an expensive place to do business with. Canada is a natural resources place where we're going to be getting, yep. you know, certain certain materials and things like that. But but Mexico, you know, I mean, there's tons of Mexicans coming to America illegally and otherwise. But there is a heck of a problem, like you mentioned, not just Central America, South America, even from Africa, they come up through Central and South, yeah. South and Central America, and they they go through Mexico. It, it's almost it'd be it may be more cost effective to to partner up with Mexico and build a big wall on Mexico's southern border because it's just shorter distance. They, yeah, I've talked to um, Mexican people, and they said, we have the same problem yeah. on our southern border. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's just different degrees, I, I guess. There's something, there's this weird thing in human mentality that north is better. And if you even look at all our big cities mm-hmm. that aren't trapped by water or whatever, people migrate north when they do what they call white flight or urban flight. Okay. So almost every city, the southern side of the city is going to be poor. And then people get richer and richer and richer and better off as they are further north from the city. Huh. And I have not, yeah. I guess I'm looking at Europe and North America and mm-hmm. yeah, people have continually been going those routes. Yep. Is it a weather thing? <laughs> is it cool? <laughs> you know, because it is, it is hard if you're talking sub-Saharan Africa, Central America, you know, Northern um, uh, South America. It's hard to work and produce things in <laughs> a very hot, such, humid climate. In a city, I don't know if, you know. It's, I, I don't know. It's just, I'm just spitballing here, but what causes that, you know? Yeah. And people have migrated to those kind of uh, latitudes, I guess, for a really long time. Right. You know, it's, it's interesting. Even in, uh, you know, say, China, Japan, places yeah. like that. It's well, even in, our, even in, in small Flagstaff, there's South Side. Yes, that's, you're right. t- I, I think you need more scientific study on this, but <laughs> <laughs> there's no ho, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. All right, we'd love your thoughts. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. But I, yeah, we'll see where this leads to. Um, I'm still baffled how we got Katie Hobbs over in Taiwan, or she was, which to me just. Yeah, the, is this Katie the person Hobbs you want to send? And, I forget the name. Governor Mex- New Mexico. What's it, whatever her name? Grisham, the the, the, the gun, nut, the, the gun taker. Nut. Yeah, uh, then that disappear quick. Grisham puts out that uh, health emergency health, yeah. that you can't carry concealed or carry um, open carry. Yep. And she got shot down by everybody, including her own attorney general. Democrats were yes. even shooting her down on this because of the thing called the Second Amendment. And it disappeared so quick. It was a test. I think they were testing. Somebody put her up to it and said, hey, try this out. Plus, they're, they're media hounds. They want to yeah. get the attention. And that she rose up in the far left ranks by so doing that. In Arizona, we get good governors, bad governors. They come and go in, yeah, in waves. certainly do. New Mexico, 
seems to just be they just get bad governors just all governors all over the state i mean just such bad leadership drive around drive around new mexico it's yeah you'll you'll see it ever a beautiful state but it's been so poorly run it's 48th 49th 50th poorest poorest state um you know time after time Uh, i don't know yeah i avoid stopping in albuquerque yes yeah right okay have you followed this issue with uh russell brand russell brand who honestly over the past few years has done a lot of good when it comes to fighting kind of the COVID craziness. And I obviously don't agree with uh, some of his stances on a, on a lot of things. And there's been big accusations laid out from people over uh, uh, sexual uh, assault over mm-hmm. the years, especially back, oh, 10, 15 years ago. Uh, he was a self-admitted um you know, adulterer and, and, you know, just out there all the time, drugs, alcohol, and he, you know, claims to have, Hey, I've changed all that. And he's, he's been, it seems going a different route for the past several years. Now these are all accusations and okay, let's see where this goes. And if they go to court, we have a, well, this is Britain we're talking, Mm -hmm. but British laws, I mean, that's the basis of of our laws here. I mean, they have a a good, stable legal system, I think, as stable as any is nowadays. Better than most. Yeah. So, okay, these accusations will will be vetted out in court through a legal process. Okay, I've got to say, I am so sick of the accusations coming up from more than a decade ago. Yeah, or 10, 20, You didn't say anything, you didn't make a police report, you didn't, and all of a sudden the person gets... Some claim there are police reports and, you know, rape kit and this and that. Okay, These are the accusations fine, out there. Is. there. So those are probably stronger than, you know, you see in the past so many accusations come from. It's just that one person says this, the other person says that. There's no evidence. or yeah. It's just a he said, she said situation. So be, besides all that, though, Mark. That'll play out, right? Yep. But the problem is right now, these are just accusations. Right. And as you know, YouTube stepped in and he's making it's estimated – who knows if these numbers are right? Million plus a year just on his YouTube channel. Nice. Then you got all the other social media channels and Rumble and this and that. Yep. YouTube demonetized Russell Brand because of the accusations. I think that's wrong because it's just accusations yet. We shouldn't be able to cancel somebody because that can lead to a scary place because then people can say, I don't like you and I'm going to find somebody to so level an you. accusation. Yep. And we're going to cancel you. Yep. That's exactly it's right. kind of like swatting someone's house, which, yeah. which calling the cops saying, hey, there's someone in there holding up a, you know, their spouse or something. And it's, it's a bogus phone call. Yes. Which is a crime. By yes. The way. Oh, so much Obviously. of this is a crime. Yeah. Making a false uh, accusation is yeah. a crime, right? So that is a, a real problem in Arizona, actually. We have a law that if you falsely accuse somebody, I believe it's a class one misdemeanor. Okay. You'll have to check me on this. But it's not equal to the punishment the person might have gotten. So you come along and you make a false accusation of rape, mm-hmm. say, since we're on that topic. The person's facing, you know, who knows, 20 years in, yeah. in prison. But if you get found out for the false accusation, the worst you're facing is a fine. six a months. A little bit of jail. It's going to be a fine problem. And there's, so the, there's an imbalance there. And, you know, in the scriptures it says whatever you were accusing them of. Bear fault, bearing false witness. Yeah, if you, yeah. if you lied in court and accused somebody of murder, they were going to get the death penalty, and you lied, then you would get the death penalty. It yeah. was like whatever you accused them of, whatever that punishment they were going to get, you obviously, get. obviously, Old Testament. Yeah, we're talking. Old Testament, yeah. right? <laughs> but isn't that? I mean, yeah. If you're, you know, accusing somebody of murder and you're lying, they could face the death penalty. That's their life on the line because you're lying. 
Yeah. What should your punishment? Be? What should yeah? It, if it's just a slap on the wrist, and you're you're clearly There's showed no risk because we've seen cases where people it came out and they admitted later on that I, okay, totally made up, and it's yep. like slap, slap on the wrist, and but it doesn't stop people from do, now. I don't know if that's the case with him. Right. A lot of accusations. I don't know. I don't know the guy. You don't know the guy. Nope. So. And YouTube doesn't know the YouTube guy. YouTube doesn't know the guy. Although YouTube knows everything about everybody at this yeah, point, right? they do. Now, Rumble, which is the which we have a channel on Rumble. Look up Jeff Orvitz. And the reason why I got it is because they're more about freedom of speech. Uh, Rumble, because now Parliament is asking Rumble to demonetize Russell Brand. That is wrong. He's Until he's guilty of something. Rumble told him to go pound sand. Nice. They put like out a it. long statement saying that, you know, we don't, I'm just paraphrasing here, but we don't base our decisions off accusations, et cetera, et cetera. Basically what right. we're saying here. So if you haven't followed me on Rumble, please do. And please follow. Maybe you're on YouTube and you're following other people, but they have a, a mirror or whatever. Rumble. Switch to Rumble. Channel. I just did yeah. that. I just signed yeah. up for Rumble. Yeah. And uh, there's not as many people there yet, but. It's YouTube growing. plays a game. I've seen my view counts go down before. Yeah. On certain topics. I've seen warnings slapped on things. And, you know, we're infants on YouTube, of course, compared to others. But sure. still, it's but no, every avenue counts. YouTube is owned by Google, which is owned by Alphabet. Mm hmm. Bohemoth. Bohemoth that collects so much data on you, they know who you vote for. And they will send you ads that they want you to see and yeah. block stuff they don't want you to see. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, they manipulate. The biggest manipulator of the election out there, if you want to talk election fraud, is companies like Google. They have control. They have the data. They allegedly. Can, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. You want to try to get out of the system a little bit. I'm talking about the monetary system. Uh, maybe gold and silver is for you. I don't know. I'm not going to tell you to buy it or not buy it. I'm going to tell you to educate yourself on it. Because you go and you like trade in everything and you buy a whole bunch and then it cuts in half by, you know, value by half. And you're like, oh, Jeff told me so. No, I want you to educate yourself. Why don't you call Desert Gold Exchange? I look at it as an insurance policy. I like to have it as a backup for the ins I went over the numbers yesterday. I went over the numbers. Uh, Biggs was on the show talking about, you know, the so-called cuts. There's no cuts. No. There's no cuts. The Republicans are playing a game there. Anyway, call Desert Gold Exchange, family-run company. They keep overhead low. They pass those savings on to you. 888-852-4343. Diamond Auto Glass, place where I take my car to get a, the rock ships fixed. Uh, windshields replaced. Mark's car, you got. he's got 53 cameras in there. I don't even know what what that takes but <laughs> it's insane diamond auto glass they've been taking care of my family for years uh get that rock chip fixed quickly so it doesn't spread and call them first because you call your insurance company they route you through to um a national chain they they run they have such a big thing going on in this country with uh answering those calls and then forwarding it to the big national chain glass company Work locally, 928-779-4140. That's Diamond Auto Glass, 
Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Forbert Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. This is The Jeff Orvid Show. So, Mark, are you trying to get in, squeeze the last of the good weather out? I mean, you've been doing a lot. You went up to, um, maybe we'll hit on this more next hour. You went yeah, up to um, Moab. Moab, and then phenomenal. What is that? Arches, yeah. But you could, could you go? Did you get it because you didn't have you didn't pre buy? Yeah, so that's new. We can talk about that the next hour. It's a big story. I've got and ask me about my Forrest Gump experience through Monument Valley (laughs) next hour. When when did that movie come out? We watched that recently, it must have been like 92, 94, mid mid to early 90s. And if you don't know, you, you may be one of the third of the population wasn't born then but still people these are on netflix and this and that Let me, and i'll just i'll tease it out this way run forest if you use google maps <laughs> or apple maps or whoever they're now when the trip from flagstaff to moab they're now routing you a different way as a result of that movie because people are stopping at that that hill that long kind of yes so that's a right. longer way though isn't it if no they, it's, it's about it, the same if they route you yeah if yeah. it's because there's there's construction go you actually they route you through the construction that takes you through mexican water mm-hmm. instead of mexican hat and that's still faster because of the movie because of forrest gump and that so, scene where they're running that's the scene where he decides to turn around right it's like i'm done so there used to be you know you'd see just because of the view there you, you see one or two cars pull over in one of the few mm-hmm. points bus loads of people it's a stupid internet mark cars <laughs> everywhere and so we're like i, I see on google maps which I still use because I hate Apple Maps so much, but the Apple Maps is kind of. I'm rough. seeing like a you know the the dark red on the traffic pattern. You know, green is going fast, dark red is in like the middle of the desert. I'm like, <laughs> I'm thinking, all right, it's construction zone. I get there. No, it's not construction zone. It's for there are dump. people, not cars. People in the middle of the road blocking traffic with their cameras up, taking pictures of where Forrest Gump turned well, around. Yeah, I mean, and you so gotta I, do I that. come up and I like I honk at the guy in the middle of the road. And he like you know gives me the look. And he like, gave you the finger. <laughs> he didn't give me the finger, but uh, I'm like, this is a state highway. This is not a sidewalk. Yeah, you know, get out of the way. Well, it probably I I went there a few years ago, and there wasn't really anywhere other than a pullover on the shoulder. Yeah. Um, oh, there's lots it, of pullouts now. Yeah, but probably just you know get a bulldozer and make a big, big dirt parking lot. Oh, but people are still going to stand in the middle of the road. That's yeah. that's the no, problem. That, and the other problem is the stupid selfie sticks. There's going to be somebody who needs the, the Twitter or Facebook yes. or Instagram shot and they're going to spend a half an hour throwing their hair up in the air. This is what <laughs> happened in Hawaii at, at a waterfall. I was like, dude, get over yourself already. Yeah, I mean, go take a, if you got to do a selfie, just take a quick one. You're get not going to be a superstar movie star. I mean, the odds are very low. I mean, there's on, get over. Yeah, it. everybody's trying to monetize on YouTube, and it's uh, most yeah. of you are not going to do it. Yeah, I, I make pennies. I mean, it's good. Yeah, it's good. We're going to be able to <laughs> buy a selfie stick here pretty soon. All right, more to come. Don't go anywhere. Back in just a few minutes.
This portion of the show is brought to you by Eric Boatner, Allstate Agency. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. What did it, Rachel text you over there? Something I saw you like turn different shades of red there. Did, did, no, did are you in for, trouble? I'm pretty happy when my wife texts me. Okay, I thought you might be might have, you know might be in the doghouse or something. <laughs> no. It's not that. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, it's uh, the quiet treatment would be the uh, the scary the quiet one. Treatment. <laughs> that is a scary one. <laughs> yeah. Not to go on a side tangent. It's the but one all guys fear. Yeah, guys get over things quick, and then sometimes oh, am I stereotyping here? Yes, like, you are, but it's yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> Angela, I love you. Uh, <laughs> What'd so, you get? Uh, you know, I if any election, mm. if you text my phone with spam saying vote for this <laughs> or vote for that. You've decreased my. You've decreased the odds of me voting for you or it by ten percent, like per text each time. Yeah. So you're like negative something. Yeah. So by the time you get to the election, so yeah. the hospital, Northern Arizona Healthcare, just texted me mm. why they even have my number, where they got it from. Don't know. It's amazing, isn't it? You know, basically vote for Prop 480, and um, yeah, I'll just read this real quick. It says Prop 480 protects the most vulnerable among us. Mm. Please see our new ad from Healthcare Professionals. Professional that spells out why we all should vote yes on Prop 480. Okay. We have a responsibility to ensure patients receive excellent health care right here in Flagstaff. Now, before you take a stance on this issue, because I know you may have one, but I'm not sure one exactly is what, developing it, rapidly. what it is. I want to say this, Mark, because I think you're going to be on a panel with me and a couple others to try to lay out, uh, I don't even know if I want to call it the shows, but maybe the collective position on this prop 480 this big construction project of a hospital i can say right now i don't have a stance because i i I honestly don't i haven't heard much on either side Mm -hmm. isabel has been working furiously and hard to schedule the no on prop 480 people and the yes on prop 480 people as of yet we have no dates from either side although there's been some communication with those uh, I want to do these interviews by the end of the first week of October for all of you because that's I think the ballots are coming out, and ballots, then I want to get to get. Yep. You got that? Ballots you to- get mailed October 11th. Okay, so you'll probably get them in your your mail. Here's the screwy thing about yeah, Flagstaff yeah. mail: is it goes to Phoenix <laughs> yeah. to get sorted and yeah. comes back up the hill. So yeah, you might get them around October 14. Okay, so I want to set a deadline of like these people got to be in by October. Uh, October 6th, Friday. Uh, I want the interviews done and I want to bring to everybody uh, because I'm off because it's Columbus Day on Monday, October 9th. So I got to take that day off, right? Yep. Anyway, um, I want to bring them all in and, and have them lay their case out. Uh, give, them, give them a couple I've seconds. I've got to interrupt you for a second. What? Columbus Day has been canceled by the city council and Flagstaff and replaced Look, with something else. It's Indigenous Peoples Day. Right. Columbus well, Day is canceled. Hey, we can celebrate both We no, on different days. No. No. no on no, different days. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, not on the same day. I don't mind. Look, actually, let me take that back. I don't like the days and the months, like, because it never ends. Right. When you start doing this stuff, like the ones we had like 10 years ago, that's it. We're done. We're not adding any more days or months. We're done. You're generous. I would say 30 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, no, what what I try to do on these big issues is get both sides in. I really do. So it is up to them. If someone's listening, it knows somebody from the hospital group. Get on the show. If okay. somebody's listening that knows somebody on the, I don't want the hospital 480 thing, the no side, I see the signs everywhere. Get on the show because 
there's probably a lot of people like me out there that are like, I'm not I'm undecided. I just don't know if I have much of an opinion either way on this dang thing. Right. So let's talk about it. And then after we have those interviews, or if we even don't have those interviews, we're going to render our decision <laughs> and see what we come up with as a, as a group. And tell you how to vote. So <laughs> We wouldn't be so bold, but we will lay out the case, right? And say, hey. That's right. Here's what's going on. All right. Yeah. Well, you're going to get more of those because here's the deal. I just read the other data. Arizona's number one expected targeted state for spending, Mark. Oh, for sure. For, for the 24. For sure. Number one by probably about 150 million over, I think Georgia was maybe number two because it's, it's a swing state. So, you know, my favorite new feature on my phone, I've got Verizon. Is incinerate mode. Is this thing that says report junk, which I'm going to do to this text message right now. And it's going to say delete and report junk. Bye-bye text message. Is that an iPhone 12? Is that one That's of those? 11. Uh, okay, the 12 but, is the one that France has banned. Uh, they, they, they alleged radiation, <laughs> but, you know. Oh, I love who, it. Who knows nowadays? Okay. Yeah, get ready for all that. I hear Carrie Lake is supposed to make a, a decision by early October, which means she's going to be in the Senate race. Uh, Blake Masters, I guess, is getting back oh, in boy. this thing. And then you've got Sheriff Mark Lamb on the Senate race. You've got uh, Senator Kirsten Cinnamon. You've got mm -hmm. Ruben Gallego. I mean, there's others, but those are kind of the that, top ones that come that, to mind. That, those five people right there, what, what are we going to talk about? $500 million? Like, what is the spending going to be? <laughs> Yeah, it's much, you could build a new hospital. Yeah, yeah let's put I mean, this. To, let's, that Senate seat <laughs> is so up for grabs yeah. and is such an important one to both parties. I the number the yeah. amount of money that's coming in the state for that. I, it's I can't even. Although I got to be yes. honest with you, I mean the parties are infuriating me more and more every day. I mean the Democrats are hopeless and useless. The Republicans are you know just about a half a step behind that. Yes. Um, when I'm voting for Republican, I'm voting for a little bit slower destruction of the Republic at this point. Yeah. Uh, honestly, and and yesterday. I mean, the title of the podcast for the first hour was Brave Budget Cutting Republicans, <laughs> sarcastic there, <laughs> proposed the equivalent of cutting a Netflix subscription. Nice. And that's, Angela and I equated it into a household budget, and it was basically somebody who's spending 50% more than they're taking in, sits there one night and says, honey, we got a spending problem. Okay, let's cut $200. We're spending $35,000 too much a year. Yep. Let's cut $200. We're good to go. Let's go on vacation. Yes. It's a joke. And I, I see that Biggs is getting just trashed by other talk show hosts because he ain't, you know, going along to get along. Yep. And, um, it's wrong. I mean, we, enough is enough. The line is here. You know, you know what the law we, we need is? Captain Picard. As a senator, <laughs> as a representative, you don't get paid. You don't get your health care. You don't get your retirements. You don't get your benefits or anything until you balance the budget. Yeah. Yeah. Get nothing because you're not doing your job. Yeah. And, and when the government shuts down, nobody gets paid and they don't get back pay. Don't get back pay. Yeah. It's back not a vacation. Pay, let's call it what it is. It, it's, it's a vacation, vacation pay. Yeah. Extra vacation. Bonus vacation. Vacation. Yep. Unbelievable. But well, that's the way it goes. Okay. Let's get back to some of our, uh, our picks here. Um, oh, okay. Here's one you like, Mark, uh, Arizona related. A, a judge has ordered the city of Phoenix to disband and clean up the homeless encampment right there, kind of in that no man's land between downtown and the Capitol. Yep. You, know, you know that you've been through that area. It's a little rough. It used to be where you, you went and bought a car with a questionable title. Right. <laughs> and other illicit activities and things like that. Not that I, know, I don't know anything about that. That's just it was, what I hear. Yeah. Everything <laughs> from the capital south and west yeah. and east. Yeah. Good right. food trucks, prostitution, yeah. drugs, and sketchy titles. <laughs> oh, so you like this. So I was, uh, I was on the Cottonwood Police uh, Facebook page mm. and... Um, 
they put out a post of like what kind of memes to look for in your child's phone indicating drugs. Oh. And uh, the one that caught my attention was the Canadian flag, the maple leaf on the white background is the one for like general, like all illegal drugs. Really? The Cana- the, the flag? The Canadian yeah, flag? Yeah. yeah. I posted, huh. I reposted it on my Facebook page. I was like, Wow. And everybody was like, sending you a private message. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take a, I'll take an ounce. <laughs> made a lot of money last night. Yeah, after man, I posted that's, it. That's yeah. why Mark brought in uh, steak burritos this morning. That's I was right. wondering what was going on. And this pile of weird brownies there. But anyway, <laughs> actually, you did bring me some brownies last time. They were very good. They feel. They, were you feeling pretty? good? I always get sketchy when people bring me homemade brownies. I'm like, no, they were they were, they were very good. Anyway, so the judge ordered the disbandment of this homeless encampment again because back in march the judge said city of phoenix clean this up business owners in this area and i, I look there are very legitimate business owners in that area yes there are. i'm just kidding we'd like to still have a sense of humor in this country i hear comedy is coming back in america by the way we're we're we're, get, so. we're tired of the wokeness but anyway it, they ordered the judge ordered the city of phoenix back in like march or something clean it up you've got to disband this dang thing open drug use People living all over the place, human and other uh, trash, human Excrement. waste. Yep, we we spent a lot of time on that last hour. We don't they need to found go again. The was it a fetus Acu- or a baby burned? Yes, yes, just sick stuff going on. Um, open, you know, prostitution. You name it. It's 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 yes. going on there. It's going on there, and Phoenix has has dragged their their feet on this in yep. in a big way. So now the judge says. No, seriously. <laughs> I really, really mean it this time. This may be a new judge, right? Because right. the business owners went back to court, and they, they have given them a November 4th deadline to, to make this happen. What do you do, though? Because it's the city of Phoenix. They have a police department. Who comes in and enforces this? Right. The judge doesn't have a, a legal, uh, you know, it, they don't have enforcement. They're not going to, they don't have their own police force that I'm aware of yeah. yet. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So even, who uh, fixes this? You know, I, I can't remember who was a president or a governor said this about a Supreme Court decision. It's like, all right, Supreme Court. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Where's your police force? Where's yeah. your Where's your army? I'm the They're commander not. in chief. Yeah. I have an army. Yeah. What do you What are you going to do? So the judge says this. The mayor is like, oh well. I they basically that. said, "What are you going to do?" But I think this time they are supposed to clean it up. I don't know. It's a problem in in so many cities, though. It's I see it more and more in in northern Arizona. The The problem is. Really complicated. Okay, so you clean it up. Maybe you throw all the tents away, pick up all the trash. What do you do with all those people? City of Phoenix claims they went in and brought people to, you know, housing, shelters, and this and that. And a lot of the people said, no, rather be out here. Okay, you go in the shelter, and then you get kicked out for drug use. Yeah, and right? other, they have, they're pretty strict in, the, in these shelters. Yeah, you can't yeah. be sheltering a mm-hmm. bunch of drug addicts together that are still doing drugs in your shelter, right? Yeah. Because that's a danger to the people that really need the shelter. Exactly. And that's the problem with America today is how do you separate the, the, the people who truly need things from the people who are gaming the system? Right. And I'd argue that there's more people gaming the system nowadays than ever, than ever before. Mm-hmm. And it's almost an impossibility. That's why, and you and I have talked about this, the people that give money to the person on the corner, I'm a no. Yeah, big I'm a no You're on feeding that. the bears. Yeah, and <laughs> don't feed the bears. Don't feed the squirrels. Because what happens is they become addicted to that method of getting money, mm-hmm. or they're gaming. You're ruining their life literally yeah. by giving them handouts. And you don't know 
the truly legitimate person who's like, my family got stranded. I don't know what to do. I'm just, and they're out there, you know. If you really versus care the person enough, who's doing this every day, all if the you time. really care enough about that person on the corner, pick them up in your car, take them to your house, and let them sleep in your guest bedroom. If you don't care that much, do not give them a handout. That's been some people have been saying that about the um, elites back east where the, the migrants, the illegal immigrants are getting dumped off now. Yeah. And there's been a call out for people to open up their homes. Well, okay, that's that's one. But most people are like, no, you need to move these folks to another town. Yeah. I want to help the homeless. I want to help the, well, they won't call them illegals. They'll call them the, the migrants. I want to help all these people. But I just don't really want to see them or have them in my community. Not in my backyard. Not in my town. Yeah. Next town's fine. Keep them in Texas. <laughs> yeah, keep them in. Let them wander the streets of Yuma, Which you know, is, but not my town. Basically what the, the mayor of New York got up and said, he's mm-hmm. like, we can't have these people ruining here. They're ruining our city. Yeah. You're, you're, keep them in Texas. Yeah. Ruining our town. Look, I, I think this issue, though, of all the abuses out there we're seeing is just a symptom of our society, our civilization, the successes we've had mm-hmm. and kind of like the feed the bears statement you said. And that's why I've come to the point in my life where I, I believe in the absolute minimal government as possible. I mean, we're talking bare bones. I live in a fantasy world. That's not going to happen probably in my lifetime. It'd take a total collapse of all the current systems. Yep. But if you give a moose a muffin or whatever that story is, you know, they're going <laughs> to ask for some jam. Then they're going to ask for a drink. Then they're going to ask for And that's what's happened is government cannot help the needy. No. It's just a disaster every time because the needy, the line of neediness, if that's a way to describe this, constantly moves. Yes. And next thing, it's internet is a civil right. I just, <laughs> you know, I just, it's, Netflix is this, a civil right. Um, what was it called? I just watched this on uh, online, and it was basically a documentary about LBJ. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize how corrupt he was. Oh, man. I had no idea. I mean, fake Silver Star Award and everything. I you mean, would just, not want him as your VP. So he is the one that brought in a lot of the the war on poverty, the welfare, oh, yeah. all this stuff, yep. which after— The Great Society, Mark. Yes, after yep. 60 years almost, you know, he, he came to power 60 years ago this November. Nothing has gotten better. A lot has gotten much worse as Agreed. a direct result of his war on poverty. Because he wasn't, he wasn't about wiping out poverty. He wasn't about helping black people. And, you know, if we go back to the votes in the 60s, who voted for the Civil Rights Act? Yeah. The Republicans. Yeah. The Democrats. It was an LBJ. Voted against it <laughs> over and over and over again. LBJ's only motivation was to get himself votes mm-hmm. and power. More power. He left office. But by the time he died in the 70s, early 70s, he was worth, in today's dollars, $900 million, almost a billion dollars. Yeah. That's- he used the civil rights movement, the welfare handouts, all these things over and over again to get himself money and power. Yeah. Well, you can make quite a bit of money in working for the government. I mean, it's like our current senators that make about $180,000 a year. Yeah. I, it's easy to become a... Deca millionaire, millionaire, Deca millionaire but yeah. He was almost <laughs> time and time again. <laughs> I'm just kidding about that, folks. But it's yeah, it's these true. people come in and live in the most expensive place in the country, DC, right. and have to provide a home in their their Off district. And then 180,000 yeah. dollars at the end of each year, they have you know 800,000 left over. Right. <laughs> that's that's math nowadays, right? That's 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 why our, our country's one of the reasons why term limits. Yep. Term limits. No, but but LBJ, you wonder what would have 
the country would have been like had Kennedy not been assassinated. Um, LBJ. Yeah. <laughs> the conspiracy. And then they come out with new. Um, uh, we're never going to know. We're there's, never going to yeah. know um, who took Kennedy out. There's there's going to be nothing but because somebody would have already talked. I mean, it's too long. It's used to 60. It's been been like 60 years. Well, yeah. And people have you talked. Know, was it been, the mob? Was killed. it the CIA? Yeah. Was it uh, yeah LBJ? Was it space aliens? I mean, the number of the one shooter, LBJ five shooters literally had killed, though. He had so many people killed. That were his enemies. And that's, it's documented. These that's, politicians, i tell you unreal. what. So I spent yesterday's program talking about um, what's going on in D.C. and an utter feeling of, of hopelessness because all they do is play games. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Republicans with this stupid $16 billion cut, which is, yeah, it's a lot of money, folks, but when you're talking $6.2 trillion budget, they're pulling, they're pulling it over your heads. It's, yes. it, it, it's, it's absolutely nothing what they're doing. Don't even do it. If don't even, don't even give them that as a campaign slogan at, at this point that they actually cut something and, no. and did something. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Love to hear from you. All right. We got a lot more to come. Uh, I want to remind you if you're selling a home in the Flagstaff area right now, uh, you're going to want to call Kelly Broadus. Uh, by the way, she's going to be on the program tomorrow, I think, during hour two of the program on the big weekly roundup, uh, telling a very interesting story, life story. Uh, I think you're going to find this fascinating, what she's gone through to get to the point she, where she's at. It's an inspirational story. So Kelly Broadus will join me tomorrow. Uh, Kelly's got a full team of people that will help you buy or sell your home, buy your home too, but she really helps people sell these homes and get top dollar. Uh, when you're ready to sell, your only call should be to Kelly Broadus and her dedicated team of professionals. 888-446-5602. And if you go to northernarizonafinehomes.com, you click on the valuation tool up top, get an instant valuation of your home. Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group, brokered by eXp. If you want to look her up, see some of uh, her great reviews and great stories out there, uh, just look up Broadus, B-R-O-A-D-D-U-S. That's B-R-A-D-D-U-S. Hang tight. Back in just a minute. Arches, you went up there in beautiful spot. Yes, yeah, so we went up to Moab, and we ended up uh, floating down the Colorado River on our paddle boards, which was a blast. The yeah. water was nice, and the uh, air temperature. Uh, was I swam in that area. The Colorado's manageable there. It's yeah, not like the Grand especially Canyon. this time of year. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's no more that. Yeah, snow melts. you don't want to go in the in the spring. Don't go in the spring. You'll yeah. freeze your. You will up. wind up at the in the Grand Canyon at some point. Yeah, so Arches National Park has implemented a. Uh, it's a free permit. <laughs> but you have to get it to get in the park because so many more people want to visit. And uh, we didn't get the permit. That's, that's fine. And you can still get in after, I think, 4 o'clock without the permit. But Is this a good thing? Because, this, this okay, this happened in Glacier where we they become available at, like, midnight. But you don't know about it. And you're like, I don't plan my trips that far in advance. And people are gobbling up the, quote, unquote, free passes. Yep. And they're sitting there all night hitting refresh trying to get in there. Yep. I get it because these parks have become 
very crowded and you can't yeah, park so anywhere. So Arches is doing a, what they're calling a pilot program. Yeah, they always yeah. call it that. A pilot program that never goes away. It never goes away yeah. or gets changed into something else. But so yeah, you get three months ahead of time or whatever. You can stay there and do refresh, refresh, try to get your, your permit to get in the park. Yeah. And if then if the day before they also do another round of it, so you can try again the day before to get one. Are they doing it the day before because people don't confirm it or something? Because this is what I get frustrated with. I just think people are scapping these up and free means nothing. Even 10 yep. bucks. I've seen this with, with camp spaces around the country. Oh yeah. I see uh, it too. It's like, yeah, 15 bucks, whatever. Even if I don't show it's fine. Yep. And then, so are they re giving out? Do you have, they need a process where you have to like say, yeah, I'm really here or something. Right. I'm really going to be there or else it's just frustrating because people just nowadays are just grabbing stuff. They just don't care. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. It is a super, I, the first Pilot come first service thing might be the best, but, uh, I, I just think you should leave a certain amount of first come first serve. Like I actually showed up here. Okay. We're going to do half of these online and you have to reserve it and that's fine. And, but then we're going to leave the other half or third or whatever. Yep. And, the people that are showing up at seven in the morning and that are just like maybe a little, uh, you know, spontaneous than others, whatever the case may be, I'm here, you know? So I don't know. I don't like to having to plan my life. Oh, oh, every minute of it when you go on vacation. Yeah. And I think a lot of this is going to balance out now that we're in the post quasi pandemic, podemic, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Because everybody was, quote unquote, working from home, yeah, right? Yeah, they were working. And so the parks got overrun somehow with all these people working from home. <laughs> they were living. I'm still waiting for the RV sales. Yeah, I think it's um, coming. I, I think so too, because yeah. man, those storage facilities are overflowing with yes. people that were going to live the rest of their lives on the road. And it was like cool for like three weeks. And yeah, and or they're they, getting called back to the office now. Yeah, they're getting called back to the office. Yeah, so I, I, th- I think we'll see some, maybe some good discounts. We might. It'd be nice uh, to pick up a, that Sprinter van with all the bells and whistles yeah, for, 40, for under $100,000. Yeah. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Love to hear from you. All right, if you want to talk about your portfolio with someone who has a lot of experience in the markets, Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management. And what I like about Glenn is that he'll talk a broad range of topics. You've heard him on the show here for many, many years. I don't tell you how to invest or who to invest in, but I'll tell you, learn as much as possible. And I like hearing from Glenn. I like learning uh, what's rattling around in his head because it's not just stocks. It's not just bonds. We talk real estate. We talk businesses and um, you know, we've even talked precious metals in the past and things like that. Glenn Leist at WT Wealth Management will give you a free complimentary consultation. Uh, one more thing about Glenn is he's got a lot of the same values as you as, as well. You've heard him here uh, talk about his family and things like that. Call Glenn Leist, WT Wealth Management, 928-225-2474. That's Glenn Leist at WT Wealth Management at 928-225-2474. I don't know what the interest rates are doing right now. Um, I really got to get Kim Dawson back on from Nova Home Loans. Uh, I think they've gone up quite a bit, but here's the thing. They might just keep going up. Who knows? I well, mean, Jeff, I mean, the you, Fed said no rate hike now, but they said probably another one coming soon, which I think that means... That translates to higher higher rates on that 30-year fix, yes. right? Uh, look, people were buying homes in the 70s and yes. 80s when interest <laughs> rates were 12% and stuff. You, if you need to buy a home... It's, you know, it's, it's, it's always a great time to, 
to call Kim Dawson over at Nova Home Loans. Uh, I think home ownership is, is very, very important. But hey, if you're refinancing, if you're doing a cash out refinance, if you're doing uh, off the grid properties, second homes, things like that, Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans, she's going to be able to help you out. Mention to Jeff Orvich, she'll get $250 off the lender's fee at closing. That's Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans, 928-310-6458. 928-310-6458. NMLS 6974111, Nova Home Loans, NMLS 3087, BK number 090242. Equal housing opportunity, subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sportsman's Bar and Grill. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. You um, were uh, we were just talking about um, arches. Moab. Moab. That's Moab. Yeah, which is. Yeah, a lot of similarities to a lot of communities in, in northern Arizona, smaller communities. Yep. Um, it, and I'm going to have Kelly Broadus on the program tomorrow talking about how there's a flood of, she's going to tell her story, but also there's a flood of people coming in looking for kind of those um, those getaways and to be away from people, to be more remote, more rural areas. Yep. Um, and, and on another note, I had on um, um, Tice, um, David Tice yesterday, he's at the Sedona Film Festival. Oh, yeah. And he has a movie that has Dennis Quaid as the narrator, um, uh, Grid Down, Power Up, talking about EMPs, solar flare, how vulnerable our grid is, hacking, things like that. And at the end, I asked him, I was like, what do we do if the government doesn't act, which I don't expect them to because they don't do anything that's serious anymore. Right. Um, and he says, well, have a, have a bug out. Lo-. He called it something else, but it's like the bug out location. And so I think people <laughs> are actually looking to get away from the cities much more and to get to these rural areas. Is mm-hmm. Moab, was that floating up there really high? Is that, yeah, what's so, the market? What'd you, what'd you experience? You know, a lot of us that listen to the show have been to Moab before, and it's yeah. very similar to Sedona. Yeah, Sedona yeah. has about 9,000 people. Moab has 5,000 but there's some periphery areas, so maybe they've got nine thousand. Four million tourists. With yeah, same thing. <laughs> you know, same thing in Sedona. You know, a few thousand residents, millions of tourists coming through. Yeah. And I asked the local up there. It's like, what's the housing like? And he's like, oh, a lot of the people that work here, because Moab has lots of hotels, lots of restaurants, lots of jeep tours. I'm like, where are all the workers coming from? Yeah. There's not. He's like, a lot of people are living in their vehicles. Hmm. And he said, what happens is by August. They call it angry August because all the people that are working there are overworked and they're living in the hot 100-degree weather in their vehicle. They're done. Down by the river and they're just wore out. And I was like, what? You know, what's the problem with the housing here? And he said, the same thing we're seeing here, which is corporations coming in and buying up houses and making them short-term rentals or whatever they're doing with them. Yeah, or just holding, just parking money. Just parking money, yep, right? Yep. And so it's it's worse than just the second homeowner or the third homeowner. And now it's it's business companies in, that are incorporated. Faceless. In, yeah. Faceless buying up residential properties. Mm. And what the answer is to that, I don't know. You know, I've, I've got ideas in my head that's, you know, like let's wipe out property tax for people who live in their homes 
and double yeah, it on, on corporations. I, I don't know about Utah, but I think that's been litigated in Arizona. Like, Because you, you get a discount, I think, if for your primary, primary residence. Primary residence, yeah. But there's been discussion about like a two-tiered system, and I think it's, it's wholly unconstitutional. Look, I'm a free market guy. I'm all for if, if corporations want to come in and buy up all these homes and stuff like that, if you want to start a company, okay, that's one thing. But we're not in a free market capitalist society anymore. We're in a, a more fascistic type of system. Well, the reality uh, is, Jeff, a, total free market doesn't work, work. And we've seen that. You know, that's why we have anti-monopoly laws, antitrust laws, all these things. Uh, you know, Google's in a law yeah, they're, they're fighting case right, right now. now yeah. Because it's like the board game Monopoly. Whoever gets the monopolies eventually wins. Mm-hmm. And everybody else goes broke, 100% broke, right? Yeah. And, you know, that goes back to the, you know, getting a Nova home loan. If you're not in the game, if you don't have... If you're playing Monopoly and you don't have any property, it's tough. You're it's done. Tough to get in. Well, let me let me You've finish. Let in. me finish my thought though, because I we're not in a capitalist society anymore. We're in a a, a government controlled type of system. Yep. Had if we didn't have a central bank phoning up rates, you look at back at COVID when they were two two and a half three yep. percent, right? That means these mega companies, these hedge funds, and all these people buying up all this real estate, they're getting even cheaper money. And they're going out and they're making a great, they're, they're borrowing at 2%. They're making 10, 12, 20, 30%. It's fake money. It's it's phony interest rates that prop the system up. Yep. That's the problem. Because here's what's going to happen. People will come in with rules and laws, like kind of what you're talking about, where, okay, this corporation can't own it. And there's going to be all these layers of rules. But it's like you got a gunshot and you're putting a bandit, a gunshot wound and you're putting a bandaid over it. You got to go back to what's the core what's the core problem here? Which is, I think, free, cheap, easy money and the ability of these big companies to, to tap into that. For I'm sure. Like you mean, can. We're both in real estate, both you and I, and obviously the more properties you can own, the better for your portfolio. But there comes a point where if you own two and there's a limited number, then somebody doesn't get one, right? And so I see a problem here. I don't know what the solution is. Mm. I was looking at the uh, Coconino Parcel Viewer, yeah. the County Parcel Viewer. Yavapai has one as well. And if you get into this maddening thing, if you type in owners, city of Flagstaff, and you see how much property the city <laughs> owns. And so I was looking at this with my wife last night, and I was like, look at this big parcel right at the base of Mount Eldon. And Open space. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, what happens? Well, the neighbors there don't want the city yep. to sell that to private to be developed into homes. The neighbors should buy it. Right. And they can make their own little park. And I was like, my wife's like, why don't they just sell that? And I was like, I went over to our neighborhood and I clicked on a city owned property. How about this one? Do you want this one to sell yep. private? And she's like, oh, no, no, no. That's not that one. Sell not the, the other one. one. <laughs> right. And every neighborhood does it. Yep. The city of Flagstaff owns an enormous amount mm-hmm. of property. And there's always an excuse or reason why they can't sell it. Mm-hmm. And it's probably the same in other communities. I just know it because I'm up here and I'm looking at the parcel viewer in here. It's it is the same in every community. I've looked at multiple communities. Sedona has them. Yep. Um, Camp Verde has them. Cottonwood has them. There's an enormous amount of city-owned land. Take it even further, Mark. Yep. The the state state trust an, land. Oh, oh man. Oh boy. Federal. Yep. Look at all that land. If you wanted to solve the housing, if the government and the politicians really cared mm-hmm. about the housing price and said we want to. We want to fix this. We I just saw an article at the Daily Sun that's Flagstaff's paper talking about 10 years after the housing plan. It's like, it's the same crap. It's still, yes. it's more out of touch now. Government can't do anything as far as policy-wise because they're going to, the politicians are going to tinker around the edges and say, okay, we've got this $5 million now so that, you know, Joey and Susie can get a home. You 35 can't, but we, we've picked out these two. Yeah, they got the yeah. first time home buyers yeah. program. Well, great for 
Three people. Three people yeah. that are now can't, when they resell it, they can't take that profit. Yeah, they, they have to give the profit back to the city. It's a communist The system. best thing the government can do is get out of the way. Yeah. I do think we need anti-monopoly laws, and we've the Supreme Court in the past has really ruined things when they say corporations basically get the same rights as individuals. That's ridiculous. Which They're, one was that called? I remember that that, that ruling. They can, and it they had can to do, do with all but political vote. campaigns and yeah. all that. Yeah, yeah. Corporations yeah. can corporations should not be able to advertise in political campaigns. Well, if you get into a company owning, like the town becomes a company town, they own everything, and yes. then they're setting the rent rates. That that's one thing. If if they own such a small percentage, though, it's it's if really it's all hard. right. That's the thing. And even if you look at the corporate owned places, like in Sedona or Flagstaff, what is the actual number? It's probably small compared to smaller. Private, it's been growing. private ownership, yeah. yeah. But Mark, they can't. The, the government ain't going to fix the housing crisis. The, the fix is if they, if the politicians, they want to get the photo op of the one home that they helped somebody get into, and yep. they're, they're not taking a picture with the five hundred other people they didn't help. But if they really wanted to help, they would say, "Okay, all that government land, we're going to have a program like we had back in the eighteen hundreds when we settled the Midwest and the West, where all of these stakes are here. All here's all the lots available." We're gonna have a big race, and you're gonna go, you know, plant your flag. Yeah, Oklahoma. Land yeah, you're rush, gonna right? play. You're gonna. We should do that. Yeah. Like, get all the there people that have jobs <laughs> and not student loans. Line them up and say, <laughs> "Run!" And the first piece of Flagstaff city-owned property you get to, you put a stake. Put in a it. stake there. You yeah. get that land, and now you got to come up with the money to build a house. And if you don't do it in five years, yeah, we're gonna re-rush that land. You know, that's a good point. It's like your your job is to develop this parcel. Yep. You, you need to put a, a you know minimum three hundred square foot house up on it. You know, and here's put the, a tiny home. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, here's the basic requirements, and here's all the parcels we've got, and we're gonna have a, a great. Well, that's not equitable though, because some people can't run fast. Okay, we'll figure out something. We'll give you here. all Teslas, and you can yeah. race. Your- <laughs> It'd be cheaper. <laughs> it would be cheaper to give them all Teslas and have them drive and give pay for their hammer, pay for the stake than all these government programs because yes. every government housing program turns into an absolute utter disaster because the people running them, they don't know what they're doing and they shouldn't know what they're doing. It's not their business. The Real estate's not away. their business. I'm going to say this. Section 8 housing needs to go away. Yeah, they don't even call it that anymore. It's like something else. The yeah. voucher. It's the voucher program. Where the government's paying three quarters of your rent. Yeah, it's... we. It's I, I think all government assistance should be phased out and all government programs should be weaned away. And I know... And I'm talking all of them. Yes. They're all got to go. And I know there's many people getting different. Uh, I'm not saying you have to just flick off the switch tomorrow. Although the way we're running our country right now, it may be a, a switch flick, flick of a switch because the, the inflation may get so high that any program is worthless anyway. Yep. But we should start weaning off all programs and we should set age limits on, you know, anybody under 40, you're not, you're not like stagger it. You're not getting social security or it's going to be staggered away. Make yeah. it simple. You graduated high school. You're 18 years old. Yep. Today you get no social security. All government programs Sorry. should go away because Plan ahead. it ends the same. It ends in, I have a, a natural right, a civil right for internet. I have a civil right now. Housing's now a right. Food's a right. A car's a right. Streaming internet. It never ends. Your yep. rights according to you, you keep have the right being pushed. This is the right you have to get out of your pajamas in the morning <laughs> yeah. to put on some decent clothing and get a job, and go get a job. Yep. That is your right. That's your right. And there's plenty of them out there. Every day I talk to people, I talked to somebody yesterday. I can't find enough help. I can't find enough help Jeff, all we, the time. In our, I have a construction business. We could do triple the amount of work. I have the bids coming in. Yeah. That's not the problem. The problem is 
responsible people that I can put to work and train. You just be trainable. Yeah. Come to the job with a brain turned on, show up on time. Yeah. And willing to do whatever it takes. Willing to do what it takes and to learn. I could do triple the amount of work I'm doing now. Yeah, that's that's why Mark's wearing his collar shirt today. His Highwood Construction uh, collar shirt. Yeah, you we, can you can right. call him up right now, but he doesn't have the help. I don't <laughs> to churn have. out all of the bids there. Let's get to um, food stamps real yes. quick, which aren't called food stamps anymore. When we come back, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Get a rock chip in your windshield. Call Diamond Auto Glass. They'll be able to get that fixed for you. Diamond Auto Glass, where the difference is clear. dot com, um, sports Sportsman's Bar and Grill um, got us got them up there on the giveaway right now. Go to talkwithjeff.com. Fifty dollars at Sportsman's Bar and Grill, uh, plus a lot of other uh, great sponsors that have put up prize there prizes there. Sportsman's has um, Thursday sliders. There's something every day, and then there's always something on the four dollar menu. So depending if you're listening back to the podcast. There is There's something for a every, very affordable day. food up there. Absolutely. Good stuff. Uh, and Gutter Helmet of Northern Arizona, time's running out before your gutters start freezing over and getting clogged up with the pine needles and the leaves and all the debris. Uh, gutter Helmet's been on the program here for quite a few years. And look, the Gutter Helmet system's been around like 40 plus years. Gutter Helmet has the best industry warranty out there and it's fully transferable. So it's really cool. Uh, if you call right now, Call right now. Normally, I my listeners get 30% off. Right now, it's 35% off. That's the deal of a lifetime. Uh, you can go to gutterhelmetnaz.com, gutterhelmetnaz.com, or call them up, 928, or text. Either way, you know, that's m- marvels of modern technology. Call or text, <laughs> 928-318-6555. That's Gutter Helmet of Northern Arizona, 928-318-6555. Back in a minute. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orbit show All right, welcome back. Mark Howard here with me. Um, probably final topic of the day here, but you are saying that and talking about abuses, potential abuses of a system that continues to add new oh, users. Is that the right word? Or yes. you um, abusers, pe- people who are getting, you know, it starts off with the best of intentions, but then it turns into food stamps is no more. Now it's the EBT card and there's no distinction as far as, hey, I'm buying, I can buy soda, I can buy this, I can, you know, it's just, I think it's totally order abused. pizza. Well, yeah, because it's like prepared versus this thing you got to go heat up maybe or something. So that's not prepared. It's ridiculous. But you're saying at the public parks, people are food stamp or EBT card for cash. Yeah, I'm sure a, that's happening all over. Yeah. I've interacted with a lot of people in all different social classes. And uh, I was talking to a guy that was staying at the Flagstaff Shelter Services. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, I 
every uh, time the food stamps or the EMT, what they, the, the card, the card comes yeah, out, EBT, yeah, EBT comes out. Everybody goes to the local Bushmaster Park here and trades the card and the pin because you got to have the pin hmm. to enter. You know the, the four digits or whatever. Okay, uh, fifty cents on the dollar, and so he would. Yeah. And he confessed. He's like, I go down there with cash, and he's you know living at Flagstaff. He, he's like, I buy all the cards from those people, so I eat at half price. So he gives them. Hmm. He and we're, I wonder where the cash is. It half price or is it a hundred? I mean, where did he get the cash well, from? He, he was working. <laughs> okay, all right. He had a right. legitimate job. He was yeah. one of those people that needed a hand up, not a hand out, because mm-hmm. he was a hard worker and wasn't doing drugs. Had his life together. He just had hit rock bottom. And was working his way back up. And he's like, one of the things I do is I work, take the $100 cash from work and get $200 worth of food stamps. And then, you know, I'm eating a lot cheaper. Mm. Isn't there a way to track that better? I mean, you're talking a world where it's a card now. It's not even a stamp or something. So it's like, isn't there? Well, pretty soon. Well, why don't you have an ID? Chip you, right? Well, I guess. Yeah. And that's getting crazy there. What about an ID though? When you're, when you're using that card, like the card says. But then you just go back to the old system, which is what I saw in the eighties. People would go in and buy ribeye steaks with their food stamps, go out to the parking lot and say, hey, buddy, you want to buy a ribeye steak? Half price. It's a black market no matter how you, no matter how you, you do it. it. Out. Yeah. It's the only way to solve this is get rid of the system. No, I, I, all of this needs to go. All needs to be weaned off. The problem is it's kind of like we've – and, and I, will, I, I want to help people. You want to help people that are truly needy. We've all been in – many of us have been in positions. Fine, come to me individually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't or, go to the federal government. Or, yeah, or you go to the local place, um, and, and then they've got to sort it out. You go to the local place that helps with rent, the local place that helps with yep. the food center, this and that. But the, the feds are just it's, – it's always going to turn out like this. It's always going to be rampant with abuse when and corruption. You, it becomes impersonal. If it you, does. Yeah. If you have to go to your local church, your local shelter, your local food bank, they start to see your face, mm-hmm. and they see you around town. They'll see you at the grocery mm-hmm. store, and if you're the bad guy, they'll see you at the liquor store. And they know the ones that are gaming the system. Look, right. I've been in a rental business a long time, and there's sometimes when a local charity will call me and say, um, you know, person X just called me, and they really want to help, and we're going to send you five hundred dollars to help with the rent. And I'll say, you know what? Just keep your money. Yep. They've been gaming me. They've been gaming the system. They've been gaming this other place. Don't do it. And that's that's the exception. I mean, there's plenty of times where it's legitimate. Sure. But I but know because I'm local. Know. And local, they know. You cannot yes. have centralized government control and handouts and all this. Centralized it's, handouts at the federal level. D.C. does not know what the guy on the corner is doing, whether he's trying to get out of trouble yep. or get into trouble. Exactly, exactly. All right, thanks, Mark. Good job. Uh, look forward to hearing about your next adventure out there. Tomorrow, Mar- um, Bru- Bob Thorpe running for recorder, plus a great story from Kelly Broadus. Have a great night. Take care. See you soon. Hi, this is Jeff Orvitz, and I started Flagstaff4Lease.com several years ago to provide homes and office space in the Flagstaff area. Check out my current listings up at Flagstaff, the number 4, Lease.com. That's Flagstaff4Lease.com. We've got everything from one to four-bedroom homes available right now. Also, we have office space. Single-room suites up to larger spaces are now available up at Flagstaff4Lease.com. Or call 928-526-7909. Flagstaff4Lease.com is an equal housing opportunity. Community.